My name is John Elmore. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from alcoholism, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reserve two for this past week. So in this past week, um, depression, like depressive, just heavy thoughts, and as a result, being short with my wife, as I was unaware, but she has informed me. Yeah, helpmates are helpful in that regard. She's like, you're being kind of short. I'm like, what are you talking about? that. Uh, And as I prayed, I mean, I just like, I needed that. I needed to be reminded of what is true because I have had this heaviness, I think for the last 48 or 72 hours that just crept in. So that's me. And um, years back, so years back, I was dove hunting. That's the season that we're in right now. I don't know where you land with PETA and herding animals, but I hunt birds. And I was following this dove across a field and it was really early in the morning. The sun wasn't fully up yet, which might have made it illegal. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to let that one fly because it was low. And we had a bunch of friends on our field. And as it like gets right in front of me, I didn't hear anything, didn't yet feel anything. I just see this yellow flash like, <laughs> and then I felt it and just like, <laughs> and with a 12 gauge shotgun, got shot and uh, dropped my gun into the mud and I just like start checking myself all over. And as I pull my hands down, there's blood all over my hands. And the guy goes, did I get you? I'm like, just showing my bloody hands. It was pre-Christ, I might've said other words. And uh, I, I, I mean, I was just like in pain everywhere. My arm, neck, face had been hit and just blood everywhere. And um, Probably a month goes by, and I'm there at a fraternity meeting, and everything else is kind of healed except for my nose. So if you're talking closely to me with your mask on, if you're talking closely to me, you'll notice I still have a little divot on my nose, uh, a little divot, like red circular spot. So that's that's from that when I when I was shot, that one that scar remained because I'm sitting there a month later. And it got to the point where even when I would like pull over a t-shirt, I had to hold one hand in front of my face as I would pull over the t-shirt because if anything hit my nose, it was like, I mean, I would like go to my knees, like it hurts so bad. So I'm at this fraternity meeting. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something. And so I like scratch my nose. This is where it gets gross. And I just start squeezing my nose as hard as I can. I'm like in college, I don't have insurance. I'm like, I gotta get the infection out. And no joke, a, a lead a lead shot goes ding, 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 and rolled across the table. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I start checking everything else. I'm like, do I have any other lead shots stuck in me still? Um, two inches further and I'd be blind in that eye. And I share that to say that if that would have remained, it wasn't going to heal. I had lead in me. It was going to be lead poisoning. Uh, frankly, probably have lead poisoning already, but that was not going to go well. It was just going to get worse and worse and worse. And the phrase that comes to my mind as we go through this series of crap theology is time heals all wounds. Has anyone in this room heard time heals all wounds? Have you ever said time heals all wounds? That's crap theology. It's as crappy as this little picture that you see right here. Time doesn't heal all wounds. It wasn't going to heal me physically, and it certainly doesn't heal things spiritually. So time wasn't also going to heal when I was sexually abused at the age of four or five when I was locked in a bathroom. 
Time didn't heal that wound. I was 30 years old before I told a single soul and I sat shaking at someone's kitchen table and whispered across that table that I would been sexually abused. I had held that inside for 25 years and I was going to the grave with it, except that that poison was pushing in on my heart so bad. My buddy that was gang raped by other men, time wasn't gonna heal that wound. No amount of time was gonna make that pain go away. The spouse that was abused, her children were abused. Tom, Tom wasn't gonna heal that wound. Adult children of alcoholic, ask them if time has healed that wound. The betrayal that you went through in your divorce, time's not making that better. Time doesn't heal all wounds. That's crap theology. What the Bible says is completely opposite. It says that God heals all wounds. It's Psalm 147.3. It says, he, God, heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Time doesn't heal all wounds, but God will. God promises to heal all of your wounds. And so everyone in here brought in a lot of wounds that you have suffered at the hands of others. And here's the thing. You know what God also heals? Self-inflicted wounds. He heals the fact that in my alcoholism, I lost my 20s, a decade, really 12 years, 18 to 30. There's so much regret there. When, when I'm 44 years old and I've got a, you know, a two-year-old and my other 44-year-old friends have kids going off to college and I start to feel condemnation and shame because I drank away my 20s, God comes back and heals that wound. When the, when the accusations of Satan come in, or when I think back to my sexual abuse, or when I think back to betrayal, or when I think back to all the stuff that was on my inventory, God heals my wounds, not time. And so I run to the cross for my forgiveness. I run to the cross for forgiving those who have sinned against me. That's Ephesians 4.28, where it says, forgive others if you've been forgiven by God in Christ Jesus. Be imitators of him. When I've wounded others, time's not gonna heal that wound that I committed against somebody else, so I'll go and be reconciled to them. That's Matthew chapter five. God instructs us in all these ways that wounds can be healed, but it's not through time. James 5.16, confess your sins to one another and be prayed for so that you may be healed. That's another means by which your wounds can be healed is through confession of sin. And so what I wanna tell you tonight is everybody's gonna have a chance to go out of this room and you're gonna be able to talk with one another, whether it's your first time, groundwork or step group, you're gonna have a chance to get out that little bit of poison that you've never, never told a, some, a soul in the rest of your life. You've never told anybody. There's still something there. You've been in that group, you've been in that circle, and you haven't let out that last little bit like it was stuck in me that was crippling, excruciating pain. I looked fine on the outside. Nobody could notice the pain that was in me because of that, and it's the same spiritually. So whatever wound that is, you've gone this far, this much time, and yet it remains. And so tonight's your night. Tonight you get a chance. And you can confess it and be prayed for 
And God promises that healing will come in, even if it's the wound you've caused, if it's been self-inflicted, or it's been done against you. He heals all wounds. He binds up the brokenhearted, and he heals the wounds.